Two Humorous Nurses with Kelly and Alicia. The podcast where any holes are gold. <laughs> Welcome to episode 18 of Two Humorous Nurses where we plan to bring you funny, informal, conversational chat about all things nursing. So let's ask the obvious question. <laughs> Kelly, have you ever stuck anything in your butt that wasn't designed for the task? Alicia, there's an in-hole and an out-hole. <laughs> you really believe that? Oh, look, anyone can do whatever they want with their butts, but for me, personally, it's purely for outward motion. Mm. <laughs> so, I don't know if you've um, noticed, but today's uh, I feel topic... Like I'm, hang on, I feel like I'm going to give myself a reputation now. <laughs> look, no kink shaming around here. No, you, I don't right. even think that's a kink to, anymore. No, we're not, no, you're right. It's like, <laughs> this is common this practice. seems so normal now, but not... <laughs> I still feel like I'm digging myself in a hole here. Anyway, today we're talking about foreign bodies. Up the bum. No, we're literally talking about foreign bodies anywhere. It just happens to be that majority of foreign bodies end up up the bum. Somehow. (laughs) So we'll start with the real basics, like the definition of a foreign body, which I'm sure everybody knows. Hopefully. A foreign body is something that is stuck inside you that isn't supposed to be there. You can inhale or swallow a foreign body or you may get one from an injury. Those little falls. Um, And almost any part of your body can have a foreign body in it. Yeah, so like a splinter is technically a foreign body or like you step on glass, that's a foreign body, that sort of thing. If you're a mum and you've got kids, obviously, because you're a mum, they will stick shit anywhere. In any hole. (laughs) Literally any hole is a goal for them. I've seen the greatest thing. Um, One time a kid came in with a like bit of lego or something up his nose and um one of the old school nurses i'm and i just the first thing i thought to do was maybe suction or use some tweezers like um yeah forceps or something to get them out to get it out and this old nurse rocks up and she goes did you blow it out like what do you mean blow it out she's like cover the nostril put your mouth over the kid's mouth and blow or get mum to do it and so then (laughs) She got the mum to do it and literally this thing came banging out. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, you've changed my life. I know, I can't I'll, imagine I'll never go, that. you know, sucking anything out of a kid ever again. Well, I never, I'm reluctant to ever put anything up, like their nose to get something in case you push it further in. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I, no, I'm, I'm always very reluctant to mm. do that. But, <laughs> shit, kids are idiots. In saying that, with any luck, you might stimulate the sneeze reflex. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, obviously it can be attached to quite serious mental health issues. Yeah. Like ingestion and. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, there's something, yeah. Pika when when you're pregnant, that's a really common thing. So, Mm. um, I've read stories. Oh, I actually spoke to a lady when I was actually in hospital when I was pregnant because I was addicted to ice. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a a form of Pika. Mm. I mean, I could not eat it, but I bloody loved being in hospital because I got the ice machine. I never used to eat ice before I was pregnant and now. And I used to never put ice in my oh, drinks yeah. and now I have to. Like, yeah. Mm, strange. But, um, yeah, a lady that was in there, she, like, kept trying to eat the chalk mm. <laughs> in her uh, kids' colouring and boards oh, and stuff. Um, and I've heard washing powder, charcoal, dirt. I did see an episode of My Strange Addiction where a woman oh, yeah. was addicted to eating her husband's ashes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They ended up sectioning her because she locked herself in the bathroom to eat it because she couldn't handle the intervention. It's so gross. And then she's like, they're like, don't you worry that it's like damaging you. She's like, the only worry I have is one day it's going to run out. Yeah, well, (laughs) it's not a 
finite supply of it. Is. <laughs> <laughs> the poor woman. It, it's She'll actually, need to get that second husband. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm already sorry for what's going to come about of our mouths today. <laughs> okay, I've got the actual medical term. And I can't wait to hear you say it. <laughs> All right. Oh my god, if I laugh any harder, I'm going to go into labour. <laughs> can't wait to deliver oh a god. baby. <laughs> I'll YouTube it. Righty, are you ready? Polyembo. <laughs> already <laughs> fucked up. I've practiced this before as well. Polyembolocoilomania which is the insertion of foreign objects into bodily orifices for sexual gratification. Does that include sticking it like in your not ear or something? In, no. Uh, yes. Any oh. orifice. <laughs> and not necessarily even into orifices. So, um, Like into your armpit. Yeah. So and I've got a couple of um, – here are some random uh, – I wrote other random stories, but they're not random. They're all to do with this polyembolocoilomania. <laughs> She's just showing off now. <laughs> and it's um, – that – that term doesn't isn't just for people that do it for normal everyday sexual pleasure. So, just because you like to um, experience it anally or vaginally or whatever, it doesn't. It's not this. It's, anyway, so we've got Albert Fish, an American serial killer, pedophile, and cannibal. I mean, Google him. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I did, and I was like, whoa! I'm gonna see if like the morbid girls have done a yeah, um, cool. episode on him because holy moly. <laughs> Um, so he had inserted over 25 needles into his crotch between the rectum and the scrotum. Oh, that's He'd the gooch. also, yeah. <laughs> was a perineum. I yeah, think perineum. Technical so he's not even putting it in an orifice. He's just sticking it in him. So he yeah. got off on um, like pain. So um, he like the male G-spot. Mm, also would insert fuel-soaked wool into his anus and set it on fire. <gasps> that. Like those two things were just the tip of the iceberg oh, of what he did. Boy. He's actually a very horrible person. Is he still alive? Uh, nah, I don't think so. Good. Um, a 31-year-old woman had inserted an iron nail into her vagina, which penetrated her bladder. Her husband had recently left her and she was suicidal and she believed the nail would cause death via exsanguination. But really it Exsanguination only, of what? Yeah, exactly. But she, it only caused pain and involuntary urination. Oh, yeah, she'd be weaned <laughs> out of it funny hole. Yeah. Unlucky. There was a young male with several personality disorders and suicidal intention. He repeatedly swallowed hazardous objects, including mm. pens, pencils, plastic knives, toothbrush holders, paper clips, broken CDs and bits of plastic. Mm. And just one for like shits and gigs, a 60-year-old man reportedly fallen on his pet squirrel. Oh, stuck up his no. anus. That poor squirrel. Medical extraction was successful. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. Like, <laughs> do you know? <laughs> so I, I've been doing a bit of reading and um, one of one of these like psychologists or psychiatrists had decided that there was a young man who came in and um, he just repeatedly kept putting things up there, like even – you know, one after the other, like wasn't mm. waiting for one to come out. Like he would just keep putting them in there. Yeah. And the psychiatrist had said, this was like a long time ago. I can't even, I haven't even referenced it because <laughs> I wasn't going to use it. But um, the psychiatrist had determined that he's trying to fill a void that his mother left. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting void. Well, it's interesting because I actually looked up a case study just for like something to do on my long weekend. And it was really interesting that, that was something that came up with this man. He was he had issues 
like an abandoned father and a mother who didn't love him. Mm. So, yeah, he filled a lot of his time doing... Filling his bum. Filling his bum. <laughs> I mean, obviously there's could be a trauma kind of thing yeah. related to that sort of thing, especially when you know that you're endangering your yeah. life. And, and sometimes it could be classified as suicide or suicidal yeah. attempt or a self-harm injury. I actually looked up a long... So this was a differential diagnosis for the motivation of foreign object insertion. And there's like, I don't know, 12, 15. Really? Potential? Yeah. yeah. So there's sexual gratification, paraphiliac disorder, which oh, is that... Can you read that out? Because that was actually <coughs> referenced in some of mine. Yeah. So that's the pretty much what that... Um, big term means that it's just a, a sexual deviant behavior okay. basically yeah non-pathologic sexual preference non-suicidal self-injurious behavior mm-hmm. serving as an emotional regulatory function yeah i guess that's like self-harming there was an there was um an autistic boy apparently that i was reading about that um kept ingesting needles and sharp objects oh. um and his parents were violent alcoholics and he said yeah. i just want the pain to go away yeah and like they had that's a very extreme way of self-harming super isn't extreme, it yeah oh well, yeah <laughs> it wouldn't be a painless way to yeah yeah Borderline personality disorders more than other personality disorders, Mm. developmental disorders, suicide attempts, psychotic disorders, with or without mood disorder, um, a direct result of delusion or command hallucination. Mm, You could understand that. Yep. There was something that I was reading about a woman who would ingest anything that Mm. she found, but that was because she was demented. Yeah. And you couldn't leave like things around. Yeah. Like the stuff. Well, that's the next yeah. one. Direct, indirect result of an impaired judgment. Mm. A depressive disorder with psychotic features. Malingering, which I don't really know what that means. I know I what that is. Google I actually that. Googled that oh, today. Yeah. It is when prisoners do things to themselves to make it look like they're sick. It's like classic for prisoners, but it, it's it's not Munchausen's because they know that they're not sick and they're not convinced that they're sick. They just try to make it look like they So are. they can get out yep. to go. Yeah, uh, so it gets them off duties and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Cognitive disorders, obviously like yeah, autism yeah. and things. Substance intoxication, those drunk weekend shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Dementia, delirium. Yeah. Circumstances not inherently indicative of psychopathology. So well, that, that pretty much explains anything other than what we're just talking yeah, about. Exactly right. Sexual assault or pranking. Oh. Um, exploratory misadventure. Pranking. Can you... <laughs> That's poetry misadventure. That's a real fancy way That's of great. saying, oh, we tried. Do you know? Didn't work. They, so in the 70s, they used to call them um, social injuries of the rectum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I thought, why is it social? Is it because somebody else is doing it to them or because it happens in a social setting? I don't know. Yeah, well, I, they didn't like, you know, the gays and all that back then, did they? No. Weren't appreciative of their activities. Mm. Um, the last two actually kind of are a bit sad. Like, so drug concealment, body packing. Oh, yeah. Um, and this one made me a bit sad when I read it. <laughs> Why is drug concealment sad? No, just sad that people have these, you know, they're trying to do some, you and know. Like, weird, like, the whole thing's very sad. The drug mute. Misguided attempt at self-contraception, abortion or self-treatment. Oh. Could you imagine? Oh, no, thanks. God. Firstly, wrong hole. Well, any hole. Any, <laughs> any hole's hole. a goal, Alicia. <laughs> it doesn't just have to be up the butt to be a foreign uh, object insertion. <laughs> um, let's talk about things that are inserted because I find okay. that particularly interesting. Okay, so we've talked about, okay, yeah, obviously there's the dangerous side of things, you know, the sharp objects. Would you like to see what? Would you like to hear what I've actually personally seen inside my house? Oh, I thought you were going to say, would you like to hear what I've personally put inside my house? <laughs> 
<laughs> so I used to work on a colorectal ward many moons ago. <laughs> yes. and I do love these stories. Yeah. <laughs> and I was saying many things. So I saw a crown lager bottle. Never looked at them the same way again. <laughs> you could never drink one again. <laughs> a phallic-shaped candle. So a candle that had been carved into the shape of a penis. Yes. Um, I've seen glasses. Light bulbs. Glasses, as in reading glasses. No, like beer oh. glasses. <laughs> yeah. Light bulbs. Oh, um, light I've had bulb a toothbrush danger. up a penis. <gasps> Hang um, on. And like the tops off a lot of things. Never put never the tops off a lot of things. Like tops off um, deodorant bottles and stuff. Like the back top, in the day. Just the top. The lid. Yeah, because people put it up. It gets stuck, mate. It's like a suction yeah, up there. People don't realise so it's like a vacuum. do not put like... You, you, nothing that can get loose should go up your butthole, oh, to be honest. Mate. Nothing that – that it's like a tampon. You wouldn't put a tampon in without the string. It's <laughs> like <laughs> – because, you know, you've got fucking snowflakes chance now of getting that fucking back out. It's like <laughs> – I was just thinking about um, one of the girls that I worked with who came in one day. She came in and she goes, I can't buy my tampon. Oh, no. <laughs> And, like, obviously because it had it was blood, so it started to deteriorate. Oh, so. shit. Yeah. I have heard horror stories of women who've put tampons in and then forgotten they were in there and had sex with them in and then not been able to get them out because they've Jeez. been, like, reefed up. Mm. Anyway, I've got some stories <laughs> too, it. believe it or not, but they're not mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just to clarify. So, to actually, friend. I thought it was really interesting that the data, if you look at um, various studies and one study – um, that, it's amazing that people are studying this shit. I couldn't believe how many case studies so there many. were. Oh, my oh, it's God. It's such an interesting topic. So, basically, for every woman who puts something inside her butt, there's 37 men. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, of those people, half found or suspected that they would find it erotic, while some others were trying to yeah. cure constipation. So, there's – yeah. It, yeah. Like Makes sense to say about that because it's, yeah. Well, I mean, can't get it out. Might as well stick something up there. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> horrible. So in one of these case studies that I found on PubMed, thank you PubMed, this one is crazy. This oh. one, I can't believe. There's, I, I had found to read two this twice because I was like, what? This, there are two here that I just think are absolutely mind-blowing. So one of them, a 39-year-old woman presented to an ED complaining of rectal bleeding and abdo pain about seven hours after sitting on a water display fountain. <laughs> on examination, the abdomen was rigid. The patient had prolap- had a prolapsed rectum with rectal bleeding. They did a, an X-ray of the chest that demonstrated free air. On emergency exploratory laparotomy, she had a perforated sigmoid colon at the rectosigmoid junction Jesus. with gross abdominal soilage. Basically, all of her poo ended up in her abdominal God. cavity. Mm. But she did survive Amazing. her fountain trip. I wonder if she just – why? Why would you sit on it for I so long? I guess Seven oh, hours after. I wonder how long I she guess sat on that yeah, thing for. I guess you think about like maybe – the only thing I can relate it to is when, when I was in Bali, you, <laughs> there's a water slide that the trap door opens oh, yeah. and you go that okay. fast down there yep. that you almost end up with a colonic. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing I could think is maybe some people get pleasure out of like douching mm. or um, yeah. what's the other word? Um, must like, have used, yeah, well, like colonic irrigation. Yeah, like some people it, might get their Must have been juices. very powerful to <sighs> yeah, rip to through. Rip, yeah, absolutely. Mm. It would have been high pressure. I think I joked about her sitting on a pressure washer. <laughs> um, another one 
actually I found that just blew me away. So obviously the whole I fell yeah. <laughs> scenario um, <laughs> comes up in emergency departments a lot and even, in, you know, in urgent cares and whatever. People coming in, oh, I fell, I tripped and fell, like this man that fell and fell on his squirrel. Poor fucking squirrel. <laughs> Who has a pet squirrel? Nah, <laughs> someone in Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Basically, I think, well, two things. First one is they th- people present so much with these I fell injuries that it's no longer um, classified as an unusual presentation. Yeah, yeah. And also um, they're... <laughs> This is an IFL story that just blows my mind. So a 45-year-old man reportedly slipped in his bathtub and fell onto a broomstick. Radiographic examination revealed a slender mass extending from his rectum to the right side of his (laughs) neck. (laughs) So (laughs) I just don't understand how you fall ass first on an upright broomstick. I I wonder, but then I I start thinking about, okay, maybe he was like mugged by a mob. Maybe he's like owes some money to some bad people and they like raped him with a broomstick, but he didn't want to tell anyone, didn't want it to be alerted to police. I don't know. I feel like there's more to this story because it's like, yeah, um, you know, reportedly. It would be really hard to push a dull ended broomstick. All the way through three pelvic, yeah, cavities. three cavities, like the pelvic, <laughs> abdominal, and thoracic cavities. Like that's a lot. That is, I, I imagine perforating like the diaphragm oh, through. Like there's a lot of the, this raises a lot of questions, and I don't see any answers on this sheet no. in front of me, Alicia. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> you can't just leave me with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I feel like this this could be a whole episode. It's crazy. Yeah, insane. Um, oh, God. But, yeah, I would love to know more about that. That was 2006, so that's not that mm, long ago. That's, oh, I wish there was pictures of that. <laughs> well, I did find one with some pictures, and I don't know, maybe we could put them onto our Instagram story because, like, on the day that this airs, I'll put them up because there's an x-ray here. Uh, a 64-year-old <laughs> male patient presented with rectal symptoms. Okay, this blows my mind too because I don't understand. He ha- A rectosigmoid foreign body was discovered after 35 days of self-insertion. I'm sorry, but was the poo just going around it? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Maybe. How did the poo not push it out? Maybe. 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 Don't, don't know. Wow. And then I wondered too, and I wish, I wish we did research into this, people may be using their colostomies for foreign body. So, yep. I know that people use their colostomies mm. for um, – or their stomas in general for, like, sexual pleasure. Some but people I don't, can I don't do, understand why do it would be sexual pl- – No, because there's sexual, no sphincter. Like, there's no – But there's no nerve endings. Mm. There's no feeling. So it would only be good for the per- – and I don't the understand person doing well, it. someone doing a tummy – it's fun. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not that way inclined. And I won't Dude, shame anyone. I was going to say, you know, that you there's do. kink out there that... Yeah. And we will talk about... Um, I'm gonna... Oh, hang on. I want to tell you about, about what this guy actually had in his ass. Yes. Is the 10-inch sprinkler. So I'm curious, did he put it up there attached to the hose? Right. Let's... 10 <laughs> inches is what? 25 centimetres. Yeah. It's fucking it's huge. Can you see it there? It's, it's fucking a, huge. It's a ruler. And I you can see the off. x-ray. It basically goes from like the inferior pubic rami up to like, I want to say like the diaphragm. T12. It's a lot. It's a long way. Wow. Yeah. And 35 days. Like I wonder if he 
is was just so embarrassed to go to the hospital, but then he got to the point where he had no choice but to go to the hospital. Yeah. And you can see it there, like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> wow. Although it's got nothing on that um, video on Instagram, you know, um, I... It's a laparotomy video, but it looks like yes. they're going to pull a baby out. And all of a sudden, it's, it's like giant dildo. world's <laughs> thickest, biggest dildo I've ever fucking seen. Um, it's like the size of a football. Nurse Life or Ebby Eats. Nurse yeah, Life yeah. are in he, sh- he shares that regularly yeah, on yeah. his stories. It's crazy. It crazy. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, because we're nurses, obviously, mm. about how to behave when a patient like this comes in to your setting. Because this... Do we have to be kind to people now? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's hard for you, I know. <laughs> I don't judge people unless they're complete fucking idiots. <laughs> There's a lot of them. This um, case study... Uh, this, so this bloke, he was a 51-year-old man who put a vase up his butt. As He'd been do. doing it several occasions, no problems, in and out, not an issue. But this time it went too far and he couldn't reach it. He had previously had a similar situation months before and had tried to remove it with his metal coat hanger and had perforated his rectum. So um, he came in for an exploratory laparotomy, fixed everything up and good. he was good to go. He's back a few months later, same hospital, had to go surgery again and have the object removed. Uh, But he was questioned in a multi-bed room about like why he had done it. And he uh, said that he'd rather not get into it while sort of gesturing to the other people in the room, um, even though the curtains were pulled. They're not silence, bloody, like we think they are on TV shows. Um, he denied any intentional self-harm through this foreign body insertion. He denied depression. He, however, he was medicated for social anxiety. He denied substance abuse or having been a victim of abuse or trauma. No evidence of a thought disorder. His Social history as a child probably showed he was had some level of emotional abuse, but nothing like major. I feel like you can't assume that there's something mentally wrong with someone just because they put something up their ass. No, of course not. Otherwise, yeah. I feel like every single person you work with has at some point probably tried anal <laughs> and therefore everyone you work with is crazy. His hospital um, stay was extended to about 17 days due to complication with a post-op ileus. He had denied he had rejected sort of any want or need for psychiatric consultation which was constantly put on him Mm. Um, and he was very aware that the staff were talking about him with titillation and disgust and within his earshot he reported feeling very ashamed and dreaded the morning rounds or encounters any nursing staff he became less receptive to conversations with anybody so the study talked about why he might do it but what i wanted to um talk about was like the staff reactions i claim to be an asshole but i'm actually super nice to patients mm. and they do like me believe yeah. it or not <laughs> and i have had i have seen like patients with yeah. similar presentations and i it would never once cross my mind to ask them why yeah because the re- answer is we know why yeah like they probably can... they most likely did it because they thought it was going to feel good and it wouldn't be the first time especially yeah. if it's big right yeah. so you know if they've put something big in there and they can't get it out yeah They've probably done it before because if you're putting something big in there it's, and you're not perforating your bowel, your rectum has already been stretched. Yeah. It already And you know you know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And you know what? I feel sorry for these people because they come in riddled with shame. Yeah. 
And yeah, the last that's exactly thing they right. need, the last thing they yeah. need is you telling them or asking them or interrogating them about yeah. their kink. And well, I, and yeah. that's what it says. It says staff reactions of perplexity, disgust, titillation are stemming from the discovery that he practices a sexual behaviour considered perverse. Mm. So, you, which I mean, nowadays fetishes and it, it, I the mean, thing is, there are people far have, worse fetishes. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, like so basically it. And what happened with him was that X-rays were sent around the hospital. Um, and it was discussed with all staff, not just the ones care for him. So his... But that does happen. Of because, course yeah. it happens. And I've been involved in it many years ago. I probably wouldn't be as quick to do something like that now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and be- I think, yeah, maturity and professionalism, yeah. they come together. Like- and I think times have changed a little bit mm. because you have to be very um, aware of... Confidentiality. Yeah, and, and social media and stuff now yeah. has changed. Like back when I started, when when I worked on the Colorect Award... I mean, social media didn't exist. And whilst and mobile phones were like, you know, we played Snake. So yeah, exactly. come on now. <laughs> so basically what came out of that was that nursing staff should evaluate the risk of imminent reoccurrence in a patient setting. So especially if they are psych related, that you should remove any potential objects that could be used. So if there's someone has done it for psychiatric reasons or, you know, for reasons beyond just a sexual gratification, then you should be protecting them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, provide education on safe ways to fulfil their desires. So in the case of this um, gentleman, he was given a list of local sex shops that sold products to help him with his sexual desires. So he doesn't That's have good. to use a vase. He yeah. can go and use And a I think it would plug. be far less shameful to come in to hospital saying, I got yeah. my butt plug stuck, than yeah, going and sure. going, I got my vase stuck. stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to try and treat any mental illness they might have offer psychiatric support inpatient or outpatient. However, a lot of them will decline the referral. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying you should sit them down and give them just give them some pamphlets. Yeah, a lot of give people them an can opportunity do to have that conversation. Yeah. yeah. Emphasize the importance of immediate presentation for uh, medical attention following any future injuries. Yeah. Individuals will often delay presentation due to feelings of guilt or embarrassment, especially if they've had a situation like this prior. Before, yeah. Um, and you avoidance. could imagine people going, "Didn't they fucking learn last time?" Yeah. Because yeah. And that can result in death. So mm. people sit at home and die from infection, from whatever. Com- yeah, secondary yeah. complications. And you, you want to if there's a perforation, you know, correct. superior yeah. to the object. Well, they can cause air embolisms too. I didn't mm. know that. I was reading stuff oh, on yeah. that too. Crazy. Yeah, makes sense. Educate staff on the importance to not pass judgment, maintain confidentiality, and ensure patients' privacy and dignity is respected at all times. I feel like this is all common sense shit. Mm. But it's easy to fall into that trap of judgment because we do – and, I mean, we're laughing about it now because we think, like, you know, we're probably contradicting ourselves because we're laughing at how funny some of these are. But then also it's one thing to sort of in your own time think about it and go, oh, my God, like, how did that happen? And it blow your mind. But then also it's another thing, you know, you don't show that to the patient either. That's right. And – I have had patients come in with embarrassing stuff and they're so yep. humiliated and the look on their face makes you want to be kind to them. Like, if a person came in with, a, you know, a prolapse vagina, prolapse you know, uterus, prolapse yeah. bowel, whatever, you're not, you're going to say to them, it's okay, it's okay, this you've happens co- all You've the done time. the right thing by coming here. That's right. Yeah. Like we see it all the time. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. And so if a patient comes in with something else, that is more unusual and it's not something you would are used to or do Mm. and if that's not your kind of sexual pleasure you know firstly we need to make sure that these people aren't having a psychosis crisis or that they're not on drugs or they're not whatever but if they're just doing it for fun and they accidentally fucked up well 
shit. I she mean, high five to you. I'll go back and have some vanilla sex and we'll be fine. Like, <laughs> they probably think what you do is boring as fuck yeah, exactly and judging right. you. But, yeah. you know, like you need to. And people have done far stupider things. And that's like. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, there's so many that I could mention that I won't. But, like, my brother, my own brother jumped off a, like, two-story bridge when he was drunk and broke his ankle and fucked it and, like, probably wrecked his own football career. Yeah. And, like, that to me is fucking dumb. I mean, I, I got on, a, like, a steer at a rodeo and rode a steer. So that's pretty dumb. I was fine. I just got winded and exposed of- my breast to everybody. Like, don't worry about it. But, you like, know, speaking of dumb... I nearly, nearly did the dumbest thing the other day. And this would be one of those things, like, if something happened to me and I went to hospital, people would be like, you <laughs> fucking dumbass. So Mick's starting a business and I thought, oh, I really need to do some exercise, but I can't do anything at the moment, right? And I feel like I've got all this energy and I just feel, like, pathetic for yeah. not doing anything. I'm like, oh, I might get on the bike, like, as in the bicycle, and go and deliver some pamphlets. <laughs> Right. Should I just put him in your pram so I was thinking, and pushed him well, around? Which I had, I've done before. <laughs> but then I thought, no, because there's a reason you don't see heavily pregnant women riding bicycles. Your centre of gravity is well, well That was off. literally what crossed my mind because I'm like, I have fucking fallen over twice in the last month just because my balance is so out of whack. I thought, what mm. happens if I've got to change direction on this bike and I come off and... <laughs> I'm literally like, Michael will kill me. And like, that made me think, you know what? Smart people can be dumb. Smart people can be dumb. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't though. Good job. Well, after all that, I'm going to stop sticking things up my butt. <laughs> I could assist in your laparotomy if you didn't want to. Quite good at that. Oh, far out. That was a fun topic. That was fun. I was. I, I have been so excited to talk about this. It's something we've wanted to talk about since. I know. The I wasn't dawn of sure, like. I wasn't sure about it, but then when I started to do some research, I was like, "Oh it's, my god, <laughs> it's gold!" And I love that there's no shame on the internet because we nope. can have access can to I everything. You, I went on Reddit. Complete fail. Really? I don't know if Reddit edit that stuff or what. There was literally nothing. Like nothing. There was no. Jeez, we'll have to write a letter to the editor. I was so it. disappointed. I had to go find my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on social media. And if you love the podcast, leave a review on whatever listening platform you use. Our Instagram is at Two Humorous Nurses Podcast. Send us your suggestions and stories to the email humorousnurses at gmail.com. That's humorous like the bone. H U M E R U S. Bye. Bye.